To the end of the world, right? To the end of the world. What the hell is that? That's a goat. Hello, Dikas. Get those sons of bitches! Help me! How are you doing, Mr. Mast? I'm fantastic. I'm great. I'm excited. I'm trying to tell people that we're actually live on uh, on Twitter. Those are good things. <laughs> Those are good things. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's really cool as well, if you're watching this right now and you want to know when we go live, hit that little heart on our channel on Twitch and make sure your notifications are on. So anytime we go live, you will be notified of such a thing. So a little a little best practice there for you, everybody. And uh, we got six year anniversaries in the chat room or six months and six month anniversaries in the chat room. So I was going to say six years is a long time to be at Mousecore. So, uh, yeah, we haven't quite yeah. hit that that milestone yet. We're close, give or take five years. You know, so it's worth it. Four and a half. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, you know. So uh, we're here to talk Preacher with all of you. Welcome in uh, to Preacher Season 3, Episode 2. Uh, it is a episode. What was the ep- name of the episode tonight, Mest? It was Sons of Bitches. Sons of Bitches. Which, which Twitter would not let me, uh, not Twitter, um, Twitch would not let me put that into the going live notification because it's like, don't type anything that you wouldn't say to your grandmother. And I'm like, it's the name of the episode. <laughs> I don't know if I would say sons of bitches to my grandmother, but I might say that around her. So Twitch, you need to find someone with a higher moral standings than I. Well, I just uh, want to state that. Um, hearts beat loud. Hearts beat loud. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, uh, like I said last week, if it's on Reddit, it's, it's true. And uh, they they did come through saying what they said God said last week. Oh, they, Reddit, the salt capsuled shotgun of the internet where it just tries to hit anything it can and see what sticks. I dig it. <laughs> um, yeah, so this, that is kind of one of their things. And they did, you're right, yeah. They uh, go kill those sons of bitches. Yep, or get them or whatever he said. Get them sons of bitches. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is a very, is a, is a definite theme of the season so far. Cause we've heard it. We, okay. The, the episode was called it. We've now heard God say it to, to, uh, Tulip. And last week in purgatory, when her, the younger version of her and her father all stood up to the, um, to the window to start shooting, they said it then too. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, well, and here's, the th- you know, we were even talking about it, right? We were talking about it last week and that's what we were pretty sure was kind of going on. You know, he kind of, you know, there was kind of a first start to the word. So, uh, good job, uh, Reddit for knocking it out of the park as usual, that's man. where I got the info yeah. from and someone always know, you know, when Reddit says it, it's gotta be true. It's got to be true. <laughs> that's, that's cool is always right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a swamp that I want to walk into and be killed. <laughs> Uh, speaking of spoilers alert, if you don't, if you haven't watched a Malice Cast TV talk, do know that these are full of spoilers. If you haven't watched uh, episode two of season three Preacher yet, go and check it out first. 
But if you haven't watched it yet, don't turn this off yet because we're still going to entertain you, but we'll spoil the shit out of Preacher for you too. So sorry for the cursing. Uh, anyways, so mess. let's talk a little bit. So we, we get in there. We're, we're starting off the episode. Um, so we finally find out the big thing, though, is Jesse's locked in. Right? He's locked into Grandma. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, we knew we knew that that uh, that he was stuck there for a reason. We just didn't know how, but we found that out um, as the episode went on. So that that's that's like I said, the difference with um, with the TV show versus the comics is it's not really um, voodoo that's keeping him kind of stuck there. It's just the family being the family. So <laughs> yeah, it it seems that way for sure. So. And, and, you know, the episode, I mean, it's, we started off with the principal, right? And young Jesse, was that kind of where we were at when we, all right. So, or not the principal, the, the science no, no, no. teacher, the science no. teacher on track the, to be a vice principal. Vice principal. <laughs> Women are looking for that type of there. power. Yeah. <laughs> Women are looking for that kind of power. And he's on track to be vice Better. principal. He's not even there yet. So, uh, all, all I thought when he was talking uh, about, like, I need to get that vice principal principal job was I thought about the HBO series vice, vice principal, which, which is an absolutely great show. And I, I really do hope that that was a shout out to that show. I, but I don't know. Was this a was this a scene that occurred in the comic books? No. OK. Yeah. yeah. Just to give um, more, I think, more focus on who Gam Gam, <laughs> uh, Gam TC and Jody are, you know, that. Yeah. Uh, um, and clearly. If if they put his mom in the machine, clearly the machine is different than what I was thinking. Because if that's the machine they were talking about, to that they hooked the uh, the science teacher up to, then it's definitely not a coffin down at the bottom of the of the swamp to to punish you for a while. Oh, it's not. That's not the one. That's for sure. Very different type of machine. And you know what? I do hope that Rogan uh, gave a shout out to his boy, Danny McBride, vice principals with that love. That would be, that'd be awesome if that was, you know, a nod to Danny. <laughs> how great, how great yeah. would it have been if they would have cast Danny McBride? Oh, dude. <laughs> I would have lost it. I would have lost it. I, I wouldn't have been able to watch another episode of this show because it would have been the best thing that ever happened. It just, oh God, would have lost it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh Zoro makes a good point. The I thought the machine was going to be a bring back to health thing in the chat room. Yeah, that I I can now understand that if it's because they said when they hooked up the science teacher to it that um how she was able to stay young for so long. Yeah, you hook her up to the machine after you cut her stomach open last week's episode and don't have to worry about her, you know, dying because you just hook her up and get her healthy again real quick so that you can punish her again. I mean, does that make sense? Because that's what uh, like. <laughs> I don't think that was the same machine, though, was it? Well, because the machine they hooked the science. Well, because the, the science teacher didn't pay up, so he had to. He had to. Yeah, uh, he had to pay. Um, and when they hooked him up to it, TC said, uh, d- um, something along the lines of, "Of don't you don't you want to know why she's able to stay so young in terms of of Gam Gam of Grandma." Um, and then hooked that guy up to it, and she started hooking herself up. And it looked like so. Apparently, she's pulling stuff from him to keep her healthier and younger. And uh, when you cut somebody's stomach open like that to pull out a, a photo last week, um, and then just put him in the machine, you got to do something if you're not going to sew her up and, and take care of her and stuff. Unless you're going to bring her back from purgatory, like she did with the uh, with Tulip. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, and you know, I don't know if it's a Dorian Gray kind of thing. You know, kind of painting pictures of people. But I definitely get what you're saying there. I see Zoro. Um, you know, this is definitely looks like something that's sustaining Gam Gams and uh, keeping her youthful. Well, I don't want to say youthful. I'd say keeping her alive. I, she doesn't really seem like she's being very, no. she's not very young. So no, I'm waiting for that wig to fall off so she looks like she does in the comics. Yeah, <laughs> oh, please don't let her look like she does in the comics because that shirt they got, oh, that was creepy in the comics. Uh, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> the wife beater. Yeah, well, and here's my thing now, you know, and With if, no if, support. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, no, please, God, no. Uh, so my thing is, is like, what's I want now? You know, like if this is really what that is, and this is what's sustaining her is taking life from other people. And, and and here's the thing. I think that, that that's exactly what's kind of going on because the vice, you know, the the science teacher, he was even talking about how, well, I know you guys charge a high price, but the other brothers or whatever are cheaper, but you guys, you know, do it right. Um, I wonder if that's the price that's kind of the rumor here is that, you know, you, you pay more than even that number, you know, maybe it is one of those things. Well, where, no, if he would have paid up his, would he, he just missed it by a few dollars. So um they're just uh sticking to their guns on it but if he would have paid up then he would have gotten everything that that he wanted but if you're not going to pay up would he would he have them would they have just let him go and you know be clean slated uh i would assume so because you don't want all of your clientele to disappear you want the clientele that you uh yeah i guess this guy would have kept i guess i guess this guy would have kept being a pedophile if you would have paid him off no matter what so Yes, Zoro says he was six dollars short. So, and they did that to him since Jess was fourteen dollars short. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. I didn't, catch, I didn't catch that. So, all right, yeah, we didn't catch those numbers. So, so I got stuff in my eyes. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> little sleepy little bear over there rubbing his oh, eyes. Good lord! Oh goodness gracious! <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I think one of the cool things about this episode, though, and, and you know, obviously, as soon as we get through some of that, we get to some of that backstory, we immediately hop into uh, the return of Airstar for the season. And he is out still handling business on false prophets, false gods, all that good stuff. And him and the Grail set loose on some Harry Krishna's. The Krishna scene oh, was the best my. scene of this episode. Gosh, that was <laughs> the, the best part about it was... was first you understand that grail is going to pull out guns and stuff like that. But then when the Krishna started pulling him out and like under carpets and stuff, just like <laughs> and doing the leaping through air. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. It was fantastic. <laughs> that, that once again, not a scene in the comic, but that, that scene was, was phenomenal. Did, did the voice of the, the actor that was playing the the lead Krishna sounded familiar, but I don't know. He's definitely an he's one of those actors for sure. He's been in a lot of stuff, uh, seen him in a lot of things. I, but he's not he's never the main guy. He's never you know the leading man. I'm just gonna put a, put figure out who it was because he had that beard. So. Yeah, well, I know as soon as I saw him, I recognized him as like, oh, it's that guy that's in all those things. Like you know, he's the he's he's the Clint Howard of stuff. You know, he's always that guy that's in movies. <laughs> And yes, I well, am gotta go to Ron Howard's brother, huh? 
<laughs> I you got to call him Ron Howard's brother. I at least know his name. I'm at least in perspective his first name over well, here. Well, you stated his name. I was backing up with who he is <laughs> uh, for the people that don't understand who Clint Howard is. Clint Howard has a career of his own, and you can use his own name. You can absolutely use his own name. Yes. Yes, and he was in in Han Solo as well. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was fantastic. He was like the is like the arena master. That was great. I busted up laughing when I saw that. I know we're not, I know we're yeah. here to talk preacher, but when I saw that scene, so does I. I was there like, yeah. it's like putting Peter Dinklage in Avengers. So I was like, ah, yes, great cameo, <laughs> great cameo. And that's the thing, like Clint Howard at this point, it's like it's cameos. It's not that he's a bit part actor anymore. He's now just running cameos and everything he does. So yeah, I'm trying to look up this Anyways. guy's name, but he is not showing up in the credits on here. Unless it was Dave Allen as Dave Gruber Allen just didn't have a character name. Nah, I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah, we'll, hey, if you have the answer to that, let us know. Send a tweet at us at uh, Malice Core, Malice Cast, I should say, on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you think. If you're angry and want to send us hate mail, remember that's Jack.Malice. Uh, you know, he's always a big fan of that as well. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was him. It's uh, Dave Allen. He was in such great films as Axe Cop. <laughs> Axe Cop. He's appeared, on, he's appeared on Mike and Molly, The Middle, Bob's Burgers. He did a voice, uh, Big Time. Yeah, so he's he's a character actor just yeah. all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, and thank you, Jack. My beard. It tries to be a false god. It's an American god. I've been reading that book. Oh, my gosh. American God's great. Anyways, moving on. We're talking preacher. <laughs> we'll start another Neil Gaiman show one of these days. Anyways, so... Airstar gets called up. He's getting called back to Jesse. So as, catch us up real quick because I totally spaced out on what was Airstar and Jesse's deal from the last season. Like, what he, was he that? He was exactly? supposed to replace Humperdew as the uh, the, the Messiah. That's right. Well, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Messiah that's been the same bloodline through the centuries. So he's literally just a idiot moron he's, yeah he's an idiot yeah. yeah we like to we like to call that a derper on the internet you know <laughs> yeah so but that's all he says is humperdue that's why they give him that yes, name so absolutely um but yeah because that's what he's saying is is the grail has this perfect plan in place to take over the world you 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 show the messiah and then everybody falls in line with it but if you show this humperdue it's not going to work. So, but when you have somebody that has uh, the word has, has Genesis that can use that power, of course, it's like, Hey, here's the Messiah. And then he does his, his thing that tells people to worship him or whatever. And they're just going to go along with it. And they're going to go, yeah, he does have the power of God, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's why he Genesis, needs Jesse. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of those things, you know, that's, it's been very fun watching those two interact and we got some of that in this episode um you know they they know they need each other they they know and you know hair stars very careful with him he knows he you know he's probably gonna get set up and there's a possibility of him dying once he gives genesis up so and we'll talk a little bit about that later you know that that ends up being a pretty fun little moment there but uh you know we get back into it and probably my favorite moment of this show by far is we have uh, jt or TJ, what's his JT, TJ, TC, what is, TC, T 
PC. There you go. Uh, man, I'm bad with names on this show for some reason. He's, get, he's, it's get, so he's getting awful. a little bit closer to that redneck character. Oh, it's so good because I just love how he's not quite you know, there talk- yet, but he's getting closer. <laughs> he's talking to Cassidy and just like, hey, you like this? Hey, you like this? And then he's like, you like drugs? And that bell that goes off dinging yeah. is probably the most fantastic thing ever. <laughs> My, we need to say a word. Just the smile that crossed his face was like the Grinch that stole Christmas smile and that bell. Well, I love, yeah, and I love the lead up to that because even even in the scene earlier when he's talking to Tulip and and he's trying to figure out like what was what was the other side like, and he's explaining that he had, he knew this guy. There was talking reindeer over there. <laughs> she's like, she's like, this is my favorite line, and she's like, uh, stop smoking crack, Cassie, and he's like, I wish I'm all out. <laughs> I wish I'm all out. That is fantastic. I love that uh, we're gonna see TC and Cass just uh they're gonna have some drug fun and that's you know that's bad kids that's bad kids (laughs) that is so bad for you kids do not do drugs we do not want to have anybody a part of that yes especially out of gas masks this is a reason why we're watching a great show like preacher where they can do things like that yes it's Uh, a show to watch of what not to do yeah. <laughs> Cassidy is not a role model for any person because he's a vampire. He's a vampire, kids. So unless unless you're a vampire, don't be doing that stuff. Um so what uh so <laughs> as we get through this, so where are we kind of so Cassidy and Tulip start doing jobs for Jesse. Like, was what was with that? Like, that just seemed like a super. He was. It looked like he was sending them off on little missions so that that they could help create the distraction. Because you let the Boyds know. You go. You go and you bomb the Boyds, and let the Boyds know that Jesse's back. Which we already know they're not. They they they've got it in for Jesse, um, which I'm sure we'll get more backstory on as we get more little flashbacks through the season. Absolutely. Um, And to bring them back over by attacking gives him the the time he needs to to do his plan with their star and meet up with them and and things like that but um that that's the only reason i think they were out doing missions for him is is to to track that and give us a little bit more MacGuffin storyline between cassidy and uh and tulip well and this is kind of where you know this is one of the parts you know especially you know once we get past one of the first kind of cool moments you know where we, i just i feel that this episode started moving really quickly out of nowhere mm-hmm. and it just got muddled right there towards the end. Cause it just started, it started moving. It started moving super fast and it's not that you couldn't keep up with it. It's not that it wasn't making sense, but there were just a lot of leaps out of nowhere. And I think this was kind of one of those first ones, um, you know, and it just seemed to lose some of that fine touch that I'd like preacher so much for. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was just one of those moments. I don't know. It just felt weird to me, honestly. Well, I, I think it's going back to what I was saying last week. I, I think they were on that cuff of not knowing if they were going to get canceled or not um, or get renewed. And so it's this is the time frame they have to tell this story. So they're going to they're going to power through on the episodes they give you. Um, and I think it, it'll falter in that where you will get like these little jumps that move really quickly through the episode. But at the same time, I think what it's going to do, and this is what it did for me on this episode, at least I, I, the episode moved really quick, but the character story that was going on with the characters and, and everything, I loved it. I loved how, how it flowed um, in terms of 
not getting us bored, not stretching something out. Once again, back to the hell storyline from last season where it just felt like they were just drawing that story out to fill episodes. Yeah. And I, and I totally agree with you on that. And that, and then maybe that's what this is. you know, maybe that, that's what, you know, maybe they felt some of that drag as, as everybody else did. And, you know, now are pushing some of that along and, and I'm cool with that as well. Like, because this episode was fantastic. I'm not gonna, I'm not here to, you know, dump on the episode or anything, but I really did enjoy the hell out of this one. So, um, so where, where do you think that we're, you know, we saw Gam Gams, you know, we're getting a lot more of that interaction. We're kind of seeing Jesse's plan. You know, he's trying to now kind of set a trap for Air Star at this moment, right? Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about this. Like, how did this kind of show? I mean, well, it's not so much a trap. He wants his soul back. We yeah, he see. wants his. Well, but that's the thing. It's a trap in the fact that he's going to, he's going to set Air Star up to get his soul back to do those things. And then, you know, he keeps selling Tulip. He's going to kill them all. Was that more of a play for Tulip or was that more the he's actual plan? He's playing a dangerous game either way right now because he's, um, that's what I wrote down in my notes is like dangerous game because he's not, every time he says, oh, I was going to tell you about this. Tulip keeps catching him and stuff. And it's like, oh, no, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell And it's like, just tell her. <laughs> like, like, stop with the, I was going to tell you. And at the same time, he's. Well, he's, I mean, she was dead. I mean, you got to give him a little bit of credit. She was dead for a while. So he couldn't really tell her anything. Uh, and welcome, Turbo Comics, to the chat room. It has never seen Preacher. What is wrong with you? What's up, <laughs> Max? You beautiful beard. You need man, to watch you. it. It's all good. You know everything about Preacher anyways. You, yeah. Nothing will surprise you, I'm yeah, sure. And that, but the, like I said, for the fans of Preacher, I was a huge fan of the comic books. It was the comic that I always gave to people when, it was like, when they were like, comic books are for kids. Isn't it? You know, And I was like, read this. And it was what I always got people to go, come back to comic books with. And for the fans of it, they're doing enough of a twist to the storyline to keep you vested. It's not just replaying everything that's going on in the comic like the whole air star um jesse dynamic right now in the comic it's a lot more of air star going you're gonna be my my um my messiah i'm gonna kidnap you i'm gonna make you my messiah as opposed to let's make a deal type of thing it's 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 him him chasing jesse all over the country while jesse's chasing god all over the country um not so much them talking to each other and trying to work out plans and stuff like that so um yeah and i think you know i think honestly i think that's an awesome way to go and you know that's the kind of thing that makes you really want to watch you know or read the books because i feel like i feel like air star and you know i see even brings this up i see zora in the chat about how you know genesis is the ultimate trump card so why is Airstar even giving Jesse of hope of this thing when he can just make him do these things as he wants him to? And maybe that's what's going to happen now that, you know, we see this whole trust thing fall apart now at the end of the episode. Yeah, um, exactly. And the I mean, that that it's it's starting to curtail into what we get in the comic where they are becoming enemies of each other because he's going to realize that Jesse's not going to do what he wants to do. And Jesse's going to go off and do his thing. And then Airstar is going to be doing the following thing. Um, I see Zoro brings up what in the chat room, what Jesse told Airstar to do when he was leaving the room. And when he found out that he didn't actually have the power, that it was a fake soul thing that he was given. But I love that they said that, that he told uh, Airstar to eat his genitals, basically. 
that is a reference back to the comic books. Um, he tells Arseface's father to do that. And... <laughs> Eat your genitals. Yeah, and and he does it. So <laughs> So when they did that scene, I was like, oh, thank God, because there's there's other stuff coming for he, he Airstar couldn't eat eat his genitals because there's other stuff coming for his genitals later. Oh, oh. genitals <laughs> teaser, everybody. We're gonna tease you with some genitals here on Preacher Season Three, Episode Two. Um, I know that is gonna be Jack's go-to joke from now on is t- genital teasing. Um, anyways, so well, and here's the thing: Airstar gives Jesse the placebo. He obviously doesn't trust Jesse with this power yet. And and rightfully so. I, I mean, obviously, we see towards the back end of the episode that he's going to get um, betrayed by Jesse. Or and and here's the thing. I, I mean, it's so weird because I feel like the way Jesse's talking to Tulip, because like you said, he's always being caught in the middle of things, and it, it's almost like he's just trying to tell Tulip what she wants to hear. Um, I mean, is there really that idea by Jesse? Because I, honestly, I, I don't know if I. I he's said this in his show or maybe it's a a plot point that we haven't gotten to yet or maybe we just get to hear a lot more of his thought process in the comics and we're not seeing that as really in the books but what is jesse's really end game here like what is, is he gonna go and try to be a messiah or is he just gonna kill all these fools after they kind of betrayed him and killed his girl well, i think he would kill him but his end game is to go get god <laughs> okay yeah i mean get right now his whole focus is to get away from the the yeah, lack else, to yeah, get yeah. away from that family he he she's she is a ruthless person um i mean they the in the comics they killed her mother they shot her dad in the back of the head which you saw that already referenced in in the tv show that that they shot and shot that jody shoots his dad um and they keep him under lock and key he is basically like harry potter <laughs> from the, from the muggle parents um but in a much worse uh worse way he's not he 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 like i said gets put into a coffin in the water to be punished not thrown under the stairs in a closet to live in uh, <laughs> well and we see a great moment of that where we realize that this is not a, a family dynamic that jesse wants to be around he's super uncomfortable watching you know gam gams pulling souls out of people and you know sucking life forces out of them you know that's something that he is not comfortable with at all doing and being a part of or anything like that so um now we know once again when some of those motivations as to why he left why he ran away all those types of things and i'm I'm sure that we'll get to see much more of that through this season because once again, he's trying to get out of there and we're going to find all those reasons why, why they need to get out of there. But my question for you though is, you know, and obviously there was stuff with Cassidy and, and Tulip. There's a lot of fun moments with um, Jody. What's Jody? Jody. Jody. Per- oh, I didn't remember <laughs> the name. Hell yeah. Jody and TC. TC and Jody. Uh, but we, we saw a scene there where, you know, Tulip's just ready to rampage. Like, she's ready to go. Cassie's behind her 100% as well. Let's kill everything. Let's kill everybody. But Jesse tells her straight up, like, do not hurt my grandma. Mm-hmm. Like, what's so why? What's going on with that? Like, wh- how is he tied to this? What's going on? Is grandma immortal and can't like there's got to be something. There's got to be something with the voodoo because because she even threatened him last week. She was like, push me over. See what happens. Yeah. So it it may be something tied to the blood magic where um, maybe she intertwines something about his him with herself that if she dies, he he dies, too. 
Yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out more on that. But like I said, the whole blood magic voodoo thing wasn't a thing with grandma in the comics. It, he did other voodoo stuff with, with other people to go on to his vision quest, which he did basically last season. Yeah. Um, so, which came way later in the comic books, but the, like they got everything flipped around, but <laughs> it's okay. But you know what? They're putting it together in a way that makes a lot of sense, and that that's the most important part of all this. So that that's a nice little piece there, which I like. But yeah, we, you know, we we're seeing a little bit of that. You know, it's getting a little loose in some of those spots. So um, okay, so you know that that's kind of our that was kind of our main pieces, some of our our big portions of this. And um, but I kind of want to ask you a few things before we kind of jump into the in- actual like ending of this episode um, with between Airstar and Jesse, and then you know the last part where we see Jesse down in the basement. But what were some of your favorite parts of this episode? I mean, obviously we, our our good friends of the show are back in action. That is the best thing that has to yeah. be brought up. We got right. Hoover and Featherstone back on the episode. Hoover and Featherstone back in action. I was very, I was like, what the hell did Tulip see right there? And then she jumps into the bushes same thing. and. Starts like, punching Featherstone. Going after a possum. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! As she just throws the gun back at, at Jody and is like, "We're going. What? We're going hunting? What was that? Yeah." yeah she's like, "Screw this! I'm going hunting." You know, it's just like <laughs> when I see that that mom haired bitch again. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. When I see that mom haircutted bitch again, uh, and she whoops Featherstone's ass. She Holy looked cow. like Andrew WK when he broke his nose for the that album cover. <laughs> NGWK partying hard. That's what we saw right there. That was that face. Absolutely. So, and and I love that we only got a little bit of Hoover, but the bit of Hoover that we got was fantastic in 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 his cowardly ways. Um. So, uh, but no, I'm glad that they're back. I, I'm glad we got the Grail. We got Airstar, and we got Hoover and Featherstone within the second episode of this season. I was wondering if they were going to drag that out. So. That was by far one of my favorite parts was seeing them on on the show again. Um, I love the scene with the Boyds when they shoot the goat at them. <laughs> oh, it's so good! <laughs> like, and uh, not only did they, not only did they like just shoot a goat, but they like buried a goat halfway into the ground because they cannoned it at yeah. these guys. Like that it was. was... So awesome. I want to know where what store you go to, or you know that you can go get a goat launcher for people like that is fantastic. Well, it looked like because um, it looked like it had the drawings on, it, so it looked like a carnival cannon. <laughs> so good, I do. Oh my god, it's so good. I love that. So and then yeah, the the, the feet dangling out and just like, what is that? It's a goat. <laughs> it's a goat. Like, they weren't even surprised about it. It was like, what the heck is that for? And yeah. Absolutely. Voodoo curse. Voodoo curse. It's a goat. They launched a goat at us. And we got hashtag goat launcher. Goat launcher. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. And yeah, Turbo Comics. Uh, we are all big fans of the changes um, to Preacher. I don't know any of them. I'm watching this blind and I love it as well. Um, but yeah, no, if you guys want to check this out, th- once again, a great place to go and get these comics. You know, I see gives you know, a big shout out in the chat room. Go to Turbo Comics, check out the Preacher books. That's a great way to uh, show some love to a phenomenal store and a phenomenal team over there at Turbo Comics. And uh, an even better set of books you can read as well. Yep. And the other thing I loved was the consomme bit. So, um, <laughs> is that the consomme you fed, you fed me? So, yeah, he's been feeding her the consomme like crazy. Like, 
talk about how great it is. He's already had like oh four, four helpings himself, and then they show. So the consomme is a meat grinder that Jody is throwing all kinds of roadkill and random nonsense into, and is juicing all of these wonderful things into a consomme. So. Yeah. Nothing like some goodness right there. And Jody, drank, Jody drank the blood. Yes, you drink the blood of your enemies. Drink <laughs> the blood of your enemies. But not only do you drink the blood of your enemies, but if you warm it up, it tastes real good. That's what he said. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like well, I warmed it up, so I should have sanitized it a little bit. I, well, I warmed it up, and, you know, heat sanitizes things a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, it's but, so good. But um, clearly, to answer your question from last week of they must know that Cassidy is a vampire, they don't. <laughs> Clearly, Obviously. I think after him being shot, they probably they're they're probably gonna get a clue that there's something supernatural about him when he is gonna walk right back in, and you know, uh, drinking blood isn't gonna do anything because Jody did that. So unless Jody's a vampire, which we, he isn't, um, well, he doesn't have an umbrella. So I'm exactly, like, no umbrella hat, which Beacon no uh, did point out, and it was the same thing that I thought as well when I saw it was the umbrella was covering his head, but his hands weren't covered, and they were out in the sun, and they never lit on fire. So, well, just... what's crazy is earlier in the episode they showed him covering his hands up. They showed his the oh, umbrella. The umbrella handle was actually in his coat, and his other hand was inside of the coat as well. So he's completely covered. And then right after those moments where we talk about where you know Featherstone all those are you know come out, the one of the last scenes with his umbrella, he's running and his hands are bare, and then he comes back with an umbrella hat and hands are bare again. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, it got it got sloppy. It got pushed. It, it just felt fast again. You know, some of those small details. It felt like they just kind of got left in the dust a little bit. There. So I do have a theory now. Theory away. Last last week's episode and what we talked about. We talked about love potion number nine. Yeah, buddy. Um, I clearly the way this episode's rolling out. I don't think that she did any love potion on him, but. I think halfway through this season, if not by the end of it, um, when Cassidy cashes in his whatever he wants from from Grandma, it's going to be the love potion for Tulip. Because the butterflies, he I, I he did he does such a great job playing Cassidy, but the the look on his face that you could see like the butterflies in in his eyes and everything when she said "I love you, Cassidy," in that playful way. And he was just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, um, pure ecstasy. It, it's going to come. He's that's what that's when he goes to grandma, he's going to be like, hey, you said if there's anything I ever wanted to just tell you. And she's going to be like, what is it you want? And he's going to be like, I want a love potion for for Tulip and I'll take her away from here. And you don't have to worry about her trying to pull Jesse away. Boom. I don't know. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yeah, no. Uh well and, and here's yeah, you know, and I I don't know, man. I don't know. Um that I get I get the theory. I like where the theory's headed. I like what you're th- what's it just doesn't make that. sense to drop that story that that to talk about that story. I mean, I know you're trying to explain the character of like, hey, I had this person that was hands and knees in totally in love with me because I made him in love with me. And then I had to kill him because it was too much, you know, to explain her character. But it seems like there's so much already explaining her character. That, that story would be there for n- no reason that, that that doesn't make sense. Um, these writers are usually pretty good about every little detail that they drop in the story has something to play back to something. 
Yeah, and there's definitely, you know, and, and man, I mean, I'm almost at the point right now where you're watching Jesse kind of come to terms with it, you know, with this little, you know, like I see talking about kind of the love triangle is going to be a huge at some point. Yeah, because it's huge in the comics, so it has to be a dynamic, well, yeah. And that's my thing, like, you know, I'm, I'm watching, I, I feel like we're watching Jesse come to terms that Cass is so in love with Tulip, and it's almost at a point where... You know, and I don't know, maybe this is something that goes on in the comics and you'll let me know, you know, where if I'm completely off or not, but maybe it's something the show does. But at any point, do you think Jesse's going to give Tulip up to Cass and just be like and concede in this? Or is that that too strong of, you know, does he have too strong of feelings for her? He did till the end of time that that's that's Jesse believes that 100 percent. And if they stay true to character of his comic. He's that way as well in the comic. It's till the end of time. Like I said, when he disappears in the comic, and I don't know if they'll go to the storyline, he doesn't even know where they are, if they're alive or anything like that. And so then he moves on with his life. And um, when he comes back to it, it's the same thing. But that's that's what he honestly believes at this point in Juncture and his character. It, it's him and Tulip and nobody else. Um, Cassidy's there for the ride, but there's no break to him. There's no coming in between him and Tulip. Cool. No, I, I'm, and yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things. Yeah. And you know, I see you hundred percent, man. Until the end of time. Plus, plus they're a couple in real life now too. So. Are they really? Yeah. Cause here's the thing. I cannot. They're not always a couple see. on TV. Well, they're <laughs> always also, also in the movie. Cause they, in the Warcraft movie, yes. they're a couple in that as well. And yes. I still like to this point, like I'm watching her grabbing her gun and loading it up to go shoot beer cans. And I'm like, ah, uh, it's like they she's in Warcraft a with a gun. an actual real life couple as well. So, well, there you go. There you go. It's meant <laughs> to be on all levels. <laughs> IRL, man. IRL. Um, yeah, it looks like they did the Jon Snow and Egret thing because yeah, yeah they they're not married. They each other, like they just got yeah. married, but they are they are an actual couple. They Which are. I thought was, when I saw that, I was like, "Holy crap!" No wonder they're in everything together. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot more sense. Makes a lot more sense for sure. Yeah, my other favorite favorite moment, and it came in the intro because we had a new intro this this season for this episode. And the favorite moment was what we gushed about last week of where the heck is he? There was a cowboy lighting a cigarette in this in the opening scene. I think John Wayne's coming. Oh no way! I didn't see. I I always go and like it, all it is is the hat scene. like this and lighting a cigarette, and I'm like, that's the Duke. That's the Duke. <laughs> oh, I told you the writers are big fans of the show. They put the Duke in for us, man. They put the Duke <laughs> in for us. Thanks for joining everybody. We appreciate you, everybody there at Point Gray. Thank you all so much. Uh, and putting the Duke, putting a hint of the Duke in, that would be fantastic. I would love that. So now I have to go. Now I have to watch the intro uh, after this show because now I have to watch that again. So thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming that because it makes no sense because the, 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 the openers, they change the openers every, every season and it, and it plays all around what the story is for that season. So like yeah. last, last season's opener, changed after i think the first episode and it was all the louisiana stuff and everything like that and now this uh, this was the first new new intro for this season and it doesn't make sense to have a cowboy lighting a cigarette in in angelville (laughs) oh man so oh that's gonna be good it's gotta be uh because because like i said the very very first premiere of this episode at wondercon 
they were people were getting up to ask their questions and every time they asked a question you asked is the santa killers going to be in it and their response always was do you want him to be in it and then we asked was somebody got up and said was john wayne because it takes place way farther in the future than what the comics took place with their storyline so is john wayne going to be in it and they're like do you want him to be in it they're like we don't care if it takes place with their cell phones and stuff when there wasn't in the comics, we're going to stick true to the story. Oh man, that's so, amazing. Um, the fact that it took three seasons to get them sucks, <laughs> but <laughs> wow. So, th- so you're saying John Wayne was already has already been in this and talked about at this point in the comic. Oh, he's yeah. Yeah. He, so he, is he just he, like Jesse's conscience then? Is exactly. He like, oh, he's, wow. he's his okay. imaginary. Fr- he's what keeps Jesse sane for the most part, because mm-hmm. like I said, he ended up dreaming up that the Duke was there protecting him as a child whenever oh. he was put into the coffin or, you know, so he doesn't have his mom. He doesn't have his father, but his father always showed him the Western. So it's, it's kind yeah. of an embodiment of his father. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he, he comes oh, really early. Like you start seeing so cool. it early in the comics. You just see like the, this kind of sh- shadowy person standing next to him, like talking to him. And him talking back, but you don't know what it is. And then as you go along and progress, they 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 show what it is. That's so kick ass. I'm so excited for that now. Ah oh, man, that's gonna be great. That's gonna be so cool. So um we get you know, we get uh Featherstone Feather what uh Featherstone and uh, why can't I think of his name? Hoover. Go- Hoover. Uh they- a vacuum. <laughs> I know I I'm awful right now. It's so bad. I'm so melted. Anyways, Hoover Featherstone get caught uh, by Tulip and Jesse uh, Gam Gams is then told that they're going to go out and shoot him in the swamp. They send Jody out to send him out there. Um, and they, you know, come to terms, they come to the meat grinder, all that good stuff, lets them go. But Jesse tells Featherstone to send Airstar a message. And the message is that he, you know, he wants to make a deal with him still. He's ready. He's ready to be the Messiah. Um, This is kind of Jesse's trump card to get loose of Gam Gams, get, you know, get Genesis, get loose of Gam Gams, go after Airstar and the Grail. Uh, Airstar shows up, does what he's supposed to do. We see him give Jesse the placebo like we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Jesse thinks he's got, you know, Genesis back. Airstar is like... Not so fast, buddy. You thought you did. That's a placebo. Get effed. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what I kind of the reason why I wanted to do a quick recap there is because then Jesse's like, "I'm sorry. Like, I'll do what you need me to do. I'll be who you need me to be. Let's go do this thing. Give me Genesis. Give me my soul back." Is what he says. You know, give me my soul back. And and Beacon's favorite moment is. How chewy the placebo is. Uh, mm-hmm. For some reason, Beacon was very fascinated by souls chewy. Are, so souls are chewy. Is what he souls are chewy. Um, I think it's just the placebo souls, though. Maybe, yeah. maybe your maybe your normal souls go down a little smoother. So we'll see. Uh, but <laughs> as they go back to the car, they're taking all the preparations. They're not going to let you know Jesse mess with them again. Put on headphones, all that good stuff. Uh, Tulip comes in, ruins the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. So, with that, you know, Airstar, we got to work on this trust thing. Bails out. Goodbye. 
Yeah, because she remembered what what God said was get them sons of bitches. Sons of bitches right? <laughs> and by the way, souls have to be chewy so that you can put them in the bottom of your shoe when you get a hole in it. Ah, <laughs> yeah, get that soul joke on. <laughs> wow, that was fantastic. Not, I mean, thirty minutes in, and we already have a beautiful, awful dad joke. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> good move. And a viewer is gone right with that one. Right there. Take it easy. Went, lost it. Awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> so what were we saying? Uh, we were talking about so what now that what's kind of the next move, right? Uh, Tulip comes in, she starts yeah, blazing so guns, they get them sons of bitches. So yeah, she assumes that them. God's telling her to go after the uh, grail sons of bitches, them. yeah, grail and sons of uh, and take them out. And so, because God told her to do it, she's gonna do it once again. If he said to get them, if it's them specifically, the reason he's telling her to do that is to keep Jesse's soul away from him so that he doesn't get Genesis fully back. Because once he has Genesis, even God can't uh, not listen to him. So um, that'd be the only reason, you know, and then she screws it all up. And, and now Jesse's stuck with Gam Gam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting choked out. <laughs> getting choked out voodoo dolling him up with some handkerchief i mean that was that was i mean obviously gam gam has got legit powers on all this like i thought maybe it was kind of you know swamp magic you know a little here a little there you know she's got some two brutes with tc and jody that are you know causing a lot of havoc for her. but no it's legit it's so legit um and you missed soul korea joke yeah. by the way yeah so. Uh, we'll try to figure that one out for you, uh, Max. We'll, we'll try to sit, think, think if we can how we can fit that one in. Um, but <laughs> it, with that, we now, you know, we now see Jesse threatening Tulip. You can't, don't hurt my grandma. Uh, that kind of stuff. But where, where are we going to go from here? Like, what's the next step, man? Like, what, what's kind of? I mean, is are we just going to have slave Jesse? I mean, how long was he under? Gam Gam's control the comics. Like, where is this going to be leading us to? Now? It's 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 a decent storyline, but yeah. um, but I I don't think I don't know how they're going to pull a whole season out. Now I did accidentally cheat a little bit on IMDb, so I don't think they're pulling out a whole season. Okay, <laughs> in Angel okay. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Not meaning to. I was trying to look up who certain actors were so I could. Tweet <laughs> you, up. Saw, you saw Gam Gam's only had four episodes. Or something? No, no, I didn't see Gam. But I saw another <laughs> character who's. who's one of them that that's that's uh yeah seven episodes so and i think what we got 10 episodes total for the for the season is that that's what it was last year yeah so i don't 10. know if they get usually, more stuff. usually is usually is mc is um, pretty solid about that yeah zoro thinks it'll be the whole season of him trying to get genesis back um i don't want a whole season of trying to get genesis back no i don't want that either that that'll that'll just feel like season two all over again where we had to stretch him looking through louisiana you know, like we had to stretch going through New Orleans for him. Um, I I'm hoping we don't have a whole season of that because I think we need to have, you know, Gam Gams. I, I, I hope something with that is a little bit quicker. I don't need to get Genesis that. back for the fantastic storyline that he gives to Hoover using Genesis. Oh, um, really? You know, <laughs> he tells in the comics uh, spoilers, you guys. Um, he tells he's standing on the beach and he tells Hoover to count the grains of sand on the beach until he gets to, I think a thousand. Hell yeah. And so Hoover starts counting grains, grains of, of sand. sand. Yeah. That's and then you don't see Hoover again. And remember the comics were 
how many i think there were 65 67 comics turbo so, comics max how many comics were a preacher i was a preacher um so that's you know five years of comic books so you know it's like three years into the storyline hoover shows back up and you find out that he's been he, he kept doing it until he finally <laughs> and he's like rail thin he's missing teeth <laughs> <laughs> holy hell so he has to get genesis back just to do that to hoover just for that moment <laughs> yeah. i mean granted we don't want it to be that bad because i he we don't want to lose malcolm barrett on the show and once that happens you won't see malcolm barrett for probably a whole season or two yeah and, and um, i see saying it was three million grains of sand he's pretty sure and, and okay yeah and, and b agrees with us he's hoping he's thinking angelville is going to be cut more episodes not the whole season but um my thing is is uh malcolm barrett uh hopefully you've read the script and realized that uh now you gotta go and lose a couple hundred pounds or something or a hundred pounds you're not that heavy dude i'm sorry i didn't mean that malcolm barrett <laughs> You gotta, lose, you gotta lose like 50 dude and then you're gonna be real thin you're right not that much not that much at all um yeah no no he's 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 good um but yeah so that that's a fantastic storyline there's just there's so much that he needs to get um the grail the he needs to get genesis so he can start moving across the country trying to find god being chased by the grail to get some of the fantastic storylines that end up even with air star air star um has some great stuff coming up that, that ends up happening to him because it just gets worse and worse and worse as time goes on. <laughs> there you go. Well, and honestly, here's my thing is I'm, I'm already kind of tired of this love triangle thing with uh, Cass and Tulip and Jesse. I, I don't think the show's really handled it super well, and it feels like they're trying to move it through quickly. I feel like they're trying to just kind of get that done with and move it. Um, and honestly, I want to see Buddy Cop of Airstar and Jesse as soon as I can. <laughs> like, I'm hoping that we get... I, and I don't know what happens with the comic books, obviously, but I want to see those two rolling across the country or if the Grail's chasing them. You know, I want to see more interactions with those two because that that's that great interaction and, and back and forth with those that's two. That's what people are asking the first season where, you know, they were just stuck out in Texas and they're like, wait, what, what's, you know, when are we getting into the, the, the comic storyline? When are we going to, you know, because it, it, it is a road trip comic book. That's <laughs> really That's what awesome, it is. That's awesome, though, yeah. And it seemed like they were starting to get that way when they started season two. And then we got that abrupt stop of we're staying in New Orleans and we're going to focus really on what's going on with our space in hell, which was a whole new storyline. And um, it was like it was just an abrupt stop that was like, no, get back into that that road trip thing. Get that you know, yeah. across country and all the stuff that was going on when they were dealing with the tracking down the angel in Vegas and, you know, moving from spot to spot. Yeah. That stuff is great. And I love that stuff, you know, because especially if we're seeing that and Max has 66 issues plus goat's blood. So, (laughs) um, but you know, my thing is, and be our Jack sets cost money, bro. Well, that's why you just go on a road trip and don't worry about what you're doing. You don't need a set. You just go to, some yeah. place that looks like that, the yeah. place that you're trying to go to Just cruise around the state of texas and you'll catch every you know location that you need so shooting on location costs money is what he says uh, well now you're correcting yourself thank you jack malice <laughs> and we're uh, back up to 10 10 viewers thank boom, you guys for all coming back in they're back after the soldier time for another dad joke <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely um but no you're absolutely right and they do cost money i get that but um I think planes, trains, and preachers, bro, is what Turbo Comics says. Yes, planes, trains, and preachers. One hundred percent. That's <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and, and here's throw a gam gam from the train. And throw. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hell yeah. I'm in. I can't wait for this season now. Um, so here's my thing though. Now, and here's my biggest hope for this season right now is we just had episode one, great intro back into season three, episode two, excellent character build, excellent story filler. You know, it was a solid little moment there. Right. The thing is, is season three, I don't want to lose the momentum with a shit. And, you know, I, I say shit, but I'm at an arse face episode now. Right. And, uh, you know, pun was not intended there but I actually i want to know what's going on with that storyline though because they did leave that like cliffhangered because that was that that i think if they would have gotten hitler up to to earth faster i would have been fine with it but they just drug it out and they in, did in the hell area yeah now that they're up in earth and and hitler's running away and getting hit by cars <laughs> i want to see what goes on with that um if, i want to see hitler, hitler start popping it. up in the news like Hitler comes back from the day. <laughs> There's only needs to be one headline, and that's Hitler meets Nick Cage. And then we make the best <laughs> buddy cop movie of all time because it's <laughs> happening again. Last episode, we were talking about how n- nothing got brought up, and the and true to form, our chat channel did not let us down. Nick Cage back in action. So always a good time with the cage. Yeah. yeah. So um no, I the the one thing I know that will happen in this season. We will at least get a better introduction to what's going on with the Grail and the higher ups, because they've already dropped. That's what I want. That's the what I want. All Father. Yeah, they've already dropped it. That uh, I love Jesse. You got a boss? No, I have an All Father. I have an All Father. <laughs> He's got a boss, basically. But they've already dropped that the All Father's there. You see him going after the the Krishnas. Um, we'll get, and they've already shown us in the initial trailer the the character of the all father so um we'll get more of what's going on there with the grail um i hope the season ends with giving us if they keep true to the comics some of the story where genesis came from if they're going to um where the grail's headquarters are they should give us some of that but uh, i think that'll be a end of the season type of um little little hint teaser type of thing yeah, no, and I agree. And, and Jack, the only way they're going to kill off Cage is if he comes back as Cassidy's imaginary friend. If Jesse gets the Duke, Cassidy's going to get Nick Cage. So, mm-hmm. um, so it, it, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm really excited. We're, we'll see what happens. I would love to see some Genesis, you know, origin story. I think that would be phenomenal. My biggest hope is with our, you know, I think we're episode three, you know, or I, I didn't see what the next episode uh, is called, but. I'm hoping we'll see some of that stuff. So I didn't look at well, that. Uh, I just my thing is is I just don't want them to drag it like you said in season two. Move it quickly like these episodes. You know these episodes have been moving pretty quickly and we've been having very strong you know episodes here with one and two. I want them to keep that pace if we're going to get that and we're going to be switching around like that. Like there is something 100%. there is something really nice about the pace that Preacher has right now and I don't want them to lose that because And it's it, still good right now cuz it's it's ticked up popularity 21 on IMDb. Good. Uh, up 90. So yeah, keep it with that that don't don't start dragging it down cuz that's what happened with Preacher last season. The same situation IMDb it kicked up like everybody was excited for it coming back. And then as those those episodes, those Dragon episodes were happening, you saw the popularity dipping. People weren't going to look up IMDb anymore for, for it to, to 
see what was going on with the with the show. So well, and um, we didn't we didn't have any more new characters really introduced after a certain point there either, you know. And that's the thing when when you're introducing new characters and you're having great people coming on, you know, your IMDb is you know people are going to be really interested in what's going on in the show and who's being brought in. But season two, we we didn't have character entries, you know, we didn't have a lot of that kind of stuff. So I, I love that it's you know getting its popularity back. But it needs to keep that going by introducing more of these amazing characters. And the way we're going to do that is road tripping, right? Yeah. Like that road trip stuff is going to keep the characters coming here's the in. Thing. Road trip might not actually start until next season because this is where they could make the Angelville story work and not feel like it's dragging out. If they keep giving us a little bit of the backstory with each with each episode, give us, you know, uh, Jesse's father meeting his mother, you Absolutely. know, the, whole, the stuff with that, yeah. the, the, the issues with Jody and, and, uh, and Jesse's father, when he, he kills Jesse's father, Jesse's father telling him to stay strong, you know, explaining that character and that makes Jesse basically. Yes. Um, we're going to definitely get what the heck's going on down in the bottom in the tombs, um, which I have, no idea because that wasn't something that was in the comics so i have no idea what's going on with that that yeah and, and that's what we get finished off you know the episode finishes off in the tombs i i'm not sure if that was the science teacher or someone else locked up down there that was asking a science for help. Yeah, was was a science. okay yeah um you know and asking for help and jesse's like i can't and just keeps on mopping you know and i, I like that how it ended because it really showed where jesse's at right he's at that bottom like he can't step out of line anymore because now he's in danger. He doesn't have that weapon anymore, and he's not going to get it anytime soon from <clears throat> Air Star. He has no bargaining chip anymore for the most part. So he's in trouble right now. Like Jesse is in, and I think probably the most trouble we've ever seen him in in this show because he doesn't have Genesis. He doesn't have a bargaining chip. He has no leg up in any situation he's in right now. Yeah. So he's in trouble, man, that's for sure. And yeah, cleaning it up. So that, that's the only thing I can. That's the only reason. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. That's why, because if they're keeping a bunch of people down there, because that's what we're talking about is in the chat room. If you're yeah. not watching this live, um, Icy Zero asked, "Why was Jesse mopping?" And all I can assume is that he's cleaning up foul things that are left behind by the people that are down there. I don't think there's just. One, we know there's not just one person down there. Well. Uh, we don't we know. But think. We, we don't in, know. We don't. We, know. we had the uh, way back or in in the past, whatever intro from from the first episode where you saw a guy coming up from the from there talking to his mom. Yeah. Um, well, and and that's the thing, right? You know, we you know my my biggest part of all this is I think it just showed where he he's at the bottom right now. Jesse mm-hmm. is nowhere near the top of the of the food chain, the ladder in this story Until anymore. Until he has Genesis back, he has n- he has nothing. No He's got nothing right now. Can't and I think Cody in a fist fight. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Um, uh, you, you can't beat TC in a drug contest. Yeah. So can't leave because all it takes is a twist of a napkin. Now. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, He's locked up, man. He he's done, and that's the thing. I, and I think this was a great way to show. He, not only did they throw him in the basement, the cellars, the dungeons, wherever he's at, but they also have him doing the lowest job as well, which is mm-hmm. mopping up the mess. So um, I love the idea, the visualization of this scene as we finish, because we now know that Jesse is at his absolute rock bottom of this story right now. Couldn't so. even let the guy change out of his out of his preaching. I mean, I mean, you got a preacher, you got a preacher <laughs> bopping up your stuff. You're, you know, that's a pretty low day. It's a pretty low day. That's for sure. 
preach on preacher preach on preacher preach on um and with that being said anything else missed anything else you want to chat about talk about anything like that man no i, I think yeah. we covered a lot of it yeah. um overall what'd you think of the show good love this episode. yeah absolutely um, awesome super good. super excited for the next week's episode yeah. i liked last week's i thought this 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 week was even better so um yeah it doesn't feel drug out to me right now at all so i'm super super hyped super excited uh, yeah. as, as it keeps going the second we start getting some uh some filler episodes that's when it's like oh crap <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah you know and here's the thing you know grandma told him to get to work i know i see he's like we didn't really get an explanation but i think we got the perfect explanation she went and put him back doing what he was doing before and that's the lowest of the low right now right he's now an errand boy he's he's running the mop so um with that being said thank you all so much thanks for tuning in to episode or uh, season three episode two for preacher on malice cast tv talks make sure to follow some at Mousecast on Twitter. Um, you can also follow all of our amazing, wonderful shows on Twitter. Um, we can also hit them up at mouse-corp.com. Um, and you can follow them all here on with, at Nerd Mosh Pit, at Quest for Movies, at All for Comics, and uh, uh, Mousecast Smack Talk, um, another great show as well with us. If you want to join anything else here, anything else you got, check it out. Um, Mess, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at mess underscore malicecorp. You can also follow me on Instagram at mess5150. If you want to see my further nerd and geek adventures for my vlogs, you can actually head over to Geek Guidepost on YouTube. And always, if you want to see our previous cast from season two of, um, of Preacher, go head over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash malicecorp and catch all of our logs of other podcasts and videos that we have that don't get to get saved over here yes absolutely right um and with that being said uh, i'm big papa matt you can follow me at the big papa matt at mouse-corp.com or you can follow me at twitter at big papa matt even my instagram as well and if you'd like to play some games online anything like that hit me up on playstation son of maku as well as here on twitch son of maku s-o-n-o-f-m-a-k-u appreciate you all Thank you, chat room, for being so awesome. I see Zoro, Jack, Beacon, Turbo Comics, and everybody else that joined us tonight. And if you're watching this at home, make sure to follow, like the uh, page as well, and make sure to share with some friends and family, whoever's out there, whatever you want them to see. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Later. And Preach Super. On. Sorry, Super. Missed you. Preach on, Preacher. Preach on, Preacher. <laughs>